Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, editor here at EM360, and your host on today's episode. Make sure you stay the episode with all of our latest episodes by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you go for your podcast needs. In today's episode, I'm joined by Ivar Vieschmar, Head of Conclave, and we're going to be talking about the realm of confidential computing. Ivar, welcome to the show. Thank you, Matt. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, pleasure to have you. Um, could you just give the listeners a little bit of background on who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. Um... Thanks everyone for, for listening in. My name is Ivar. I uh, am heading R3's confidential computing business, which is called Conclave. Uh, people may have heard about R3 from its blockchain platform, uh, Corda, which is used by many banks, exchanges, and other companies, mostly in regulated industries. Um, and Conclave is that confidential computing business of, of R3. Um, I'm heading up that business where we are making rapid developments and bring that product to, to market. That's great. That's great. Thank you for that. Um, and obviously, we are kind of tackling that realm of confidential computing today. Um, could you just go into a little bit about, you know, how, how do you define that? And how does it fill the gap of what's missing from other data privacy enhancing technologies? Sure. So so confidential computing is a technology that allows data to be encrypted while it's in use, right? So um Encryption at rest or in a database or in transit is very much well known to, to the security space and, and uh, applied very, very broadly. But protecting data while it's being processed is uh, very new and it's the space of privacy enhancing technologies. And con- confidential computing is really the um, technique that uses secure hardware or trusted execution environment that is completely ring fenced from other bits of the computer. Uh, and allows data to be processed uh, while it's always uh, encrypted. So that is really changing the way that security models uh, are operated and also unlocks a whole lot of new uh, possibilities and, and use cases to collaborate on data uh, while it's uh, it's secure. Yeah, makes sense, makes sense. Um, so moving kind of forward from that uh, what exactly is an enclave and what exactly is a trusted execution environment and why are they so important to the enterprise yeah so um a trusted execution environment is a hardware based hardware enabled uh ring fenced element so it's a secure ring fenced uh, chip um produced by chip manufacturers uh, we're leveraging intel's sdx there's other uh, chip manufacturers also uh, working in this uh, working in this space, and it allows data to be processed within that secure an- environment, and basically exclude everything else from that trust model. This works with a process n- is which is known as remote attestation, which delivers technical proof that uh, the data that is processed in that secure environment is not changed. It's not being tampered with. Uh, and the code is also not changed or uh, or being tempered with. So only the thing that you assign to be executed in the trusted execution environment is is run there. Uh, and instead of having to trust 
people or process or maybe certification, you get technical proof that this is the case. So that delivers data confidentiality, data integrity, but also code integrity. Uh, and it's very important for, for many different use cases where organizations are uh, scared to share proprietary data, share proprietary algorithms, uh, but also in, in scenarios, for instance, where they are migrating to the cloud because smart and regulated companies know that the cloud service providers are, are part of their threat model, right? So, so it's not likely that uh, a big cloud provider will get hacked directly, but there are admin roles and DevOps roles in these uh, or at these cloud service providers that can have access to, to, to data, which is why uh, many of the cloud migration strategies are not fully executed and, and sensitive data is not being moved to the, moved to the cloud. So this is really something that is currently being adopted. Confidential computing applications are being adopted and, and put into production by by companies, mostly in regulated uh, industries, but this will this will be much more broadly applicable and, and available for for other companies as well. Uh, which is also something that that we are working hard on to make confidential computing super easy for everyone out there, and and basically try to make data privacy the default for for every business. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. So why why should these business leaders and developers care uh, about this? And on just on top of that, which industries? Is this impacting specifically? So, I mean, obviously, business leaders uh, and and developers should care because you know data is everywhere and breaches are also happening every day and and all around us, right? So, as this world gets more and more complex, it's difficult to protect that data, and it's also difficult to unlock the the true value uh, of data, which is why this technology is is so important and 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 really triggers uh, triggers a paradigm shift. So much of that action is happening in regulated industries. Um, think about financial services, where R3 is particularly strong. We were very early backed by 42 global uh, global banks who are using our technology, uh, but also the largest exchanges in, in the world. Um, so regulation, privacy regulation is driving some of that. Cloud migration is driving uh, some of that as well. And the, the hyperscalers, you know, the cloud service providers are adopting these technologies also. So, so this will get more pervasive and will be, will be uh, available in other industries as well. But, you know, we, we see regulated industries adopting this first, mostly driven by privacy regulation and, and cloud migration. And what are the key differentiations of this tech compared to other, you know, competitors and compared to other services as well? Well, yeah, specifically around confidential uh, computing, it offers a lot of flexibility. So in comparison to some other privacy-enhancing technologies, which are often software-driven, you always have to give up data uh, utility. Right? And confidential computing, we believe, is really the best balance between security and data utility. Because once the data is in the trusted execution environment, you basically uh, have a lot of flexibility to run any analysis uh, over that over the data. So you're not you're not limited in any way. The developments go really fast. So confidential computing is it's here and now, right? It's it's available. It's much easier to use than than many people uh, think. And it's and it's production ready. It's production uh, ready. It's ready and available at scale and also at very limited limited cost. So that, that's, that's really why many of these you know, enterprises are 
are taking confidential computing solutions into into production, and that's also where we where we play with uh, with Conclave, right? So all the way up from enterprise use cases where we bring in our expertise around uh, regulated industries and and technology, also leveraging our professional services team, but then taking that a step further with our Conclave Cloud platform to really uh, make these developer tools and services available to to everyone. So that's that's in a simple you know, platform as a service offering that you that you are probably familiar with, where you can start for free, test things out, uh, switch on to a paid account, and scale automatically. Only pay for what you use. So it's really in our focus to to make that available for a very large group of builders uh, and and developers. And and really, what's essential there is that these technologies are quite complex. So adopt them, uh, adopting them straight away by working with the chip manufacturers and their SDKs is quite hard. And that, that's why you would need to train or hire specific specific expertise. And where you can position Conclave, what we build is, is, is make that uh, easy and accessible to everyone. So all Java developers out there, JavaScript, Kotlin, um, uh, Python, right, can, can use this technology without becoming an expert on confidential computing. That's really what this is about. Very, very well said. Okay. So I just want to ask as well, I mean, there there must be a reason why there isn't maybe enough take-up as there maybe should be. Do you feel as though there's any kind of common misconceptions surrounding confidential computing that, that you feel should be addressed and debunked? Um, I think it's mostly um, an awareness uh, cycle, right? So all of the chip manufacturers are working on confidential computing. All of the cloud providers are supporting confidential computing, but some of the adoption will often be triggered by an event. So let's say your company has a data breach, which which triggers you to reconsider uh, how certain uh, applications are being secured, or there is a new business opportunity to collaborate on data at an industry level. Uh, That wasn't possible before, but now with this technology, uh, you can. Or companies struggle with completion of their cloud migration strategy or they get more advanced and, and the low-hanging fruit has already been you know, delivered on. So what's the next step, right? And, and that's, I think, really where this awareness cycle comes in. Uh, and then secondly, you know, coming back of the, uh, to, the, to the ease of use uh, and the way that, that these tools can be integrated with um, existing workflow and environment is, is important, as well as the fact that the technology needs to be positioned in such a way that you don't have to like re-architecture you know, complete applications because obviously they will they will drive up costs. So, so that's really some of the uh, elements I think that that will further accelerate adoption. And there's also, you know, if I can take this into a direction maybe of of use cases, I think there's also some really exciting use cases that will will get people's attention, right? So uh, one of the projects that we're super proud of uh, and very excited about is working with a charity organization called Hope for Justice. Uh, And Hope for Justice is combating modern day slavery. They're trying to prevent human trafficking. And they do that by offering a secure data exchange or confidential data exchange, allowing them to share data and collaborate over data with other charity organizations, but also with uh, law enforcement uh, agencies. So patterns about criminals being engaged in this activity or where victims are sourced from 
are really difficult to, to spot when you look at an isolated data set. But if you can aggregate that to, to a higher level, um, then you can be much more effective uh, in your search for, the, for these patterns. So I think that's a really interesting example to see how this technology is not only helping organizations to comply with privacy regulation, but it also can be really used for good. Well, yeah, I mean, it's def- definitely a worthy cause there. Um, Ivar, thank you so much for joining us today. It, it was really, really great to get your insights into confidential computing. Thank you so much. Yeah, and thank you to everyone listening as well. We hope you took a lot away from today's podcast, but for further information on what we talked about, please head on over to conclave.net. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series, but until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms, follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn, and for more great daily content, please head on over to em360tech.com.